Welcome to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast, your source for everything you need to go from unfocused wantrepreneur to action-taking, money-making entrepreneur. Now, your host, Brian Lofermento. Hey there, and welcome to episode 84 of the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. Now, I know a lot of you have been here with me on this podcasting journey since episode zero, which was the introduction episode of this podcast, and I'm so thankful for all of you that consistently listen and reach out to me on Facebook and via email and leave a five-star rating and review for the podcast on iTunes. It means the world to me, and it helps me get this podcast into the ears and into the speakers of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs all across the world, and I will tell you what. It's so cool for me to see the impact that this podcast has had on so many different entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs, and I am so excited to meet 10 of you in San Diego next month, April 24th through 28th at my Ultimate Profit Model San Diego Retreat, where I'm going to show 10 entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs. Not only am I going to show them, but I'm actually going to work with them and live with them for a full week in San Diego because I'm going to help them lay the building blocks for their $10,000 a month business. Now, it's really fun and cool for me because Quite a few people in the house, they're at $0 right now in their business, and they're still working out what exactly is their business idea. Others in the house are already on the verge of quitting their job and, and starting to build the business that they've always dreamed of. So all these entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs are in different places in their journey, but the thing that unites everybody is we're going to live in a week together in San Diego. April 24th through 28th and build their dream businesses. Now, we're going to do that using my ultimate profit model framework. So my ultimate profit model framework is really the innermost sanctum of all of my business strategies, which reveal and dictate how I get customers and clients to find me, how I've built a name for myself in my industry, not only in the industry that I'm in now, but when I grew a six-figure search engine optimization agency, when I grew a soccer blog read by three and a half million people from over 200 countries around the world, it's going to be fun. This is all the stuff that's a culmination of almost a decade of me being an entrepreneur. So I'm so excited to live with 10 entrepreneurs and and entrepreneurs in this mansion in San Diego next month. They're going to be spending time with me, my team, with each other, and it's going to be an incredible week. And we do have a couple of beds still left in the house. So if you want to join your fellow entrepreneur to entrepreneur podcast listeners and book readers and entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs, head on over to ultimateprofitmodel.com. So ultimateprofitmodel.com, you'll get all the information about what's going down in San Diego, the dates, the cost, what you're going to learn while you're there, what you need to know, if it's right for you, all that fun stuff is over at ultimateprofitmodel.com. So head on over there if you haven't done that already. I'm so excited. I'm actually leaving for San Diego tomorrow to really, you know, and I'll tell you what, this is exciting for me. I know that sometimes I inject some personal stuff in this podcast, and I know a lot of you enjoy hearing about what my life is like as opposed to just, you know, strict business. So tomorrow I am driving down to San Diego to meet up with my parents, who I have not seen in a few months since I moved out here to the West Coast to Los Angeles. So I'm excited to spend some time with them, check out San Diego, do a little bit of scouting, if you will, about what's going down in San Diego next month at my Ultimate Profit Model Retreat, 
and just getting a lay of the land. So I'm excited to be in San Diego for the rest of the week. But don't worry, the podcast will go on on Wednesday and Friday as usual. So that's the cool thing about technology is all this stuff works even without me. Now, this is episode 84 and this is a Mindset and Motivation Monday episode. And I've got a pretty cool story to share with you here that I actually heard a few years ago from one of the best speakers that I've ever seen in person. His name is John Acuff. Now, I saw John speak in Portland, Oregon. I think it was the summer of 2015 in Portland, Oregon. And it was at a conference called World Domination Summit. So WDS is the short acronym for World Domination Summit. Now, John Acuff caught my eye right away because, like me, he grew up in Massachusetts. And I don't know if any of you listeners are from Massachusetts. I can somewhat see the statistics, and I know we definitely have listeners there. But when you're from Massachusetts, you've got so much New England pride. And if you're from near Boston, you've got so much Boston pride. And so whenever we meet other people from Massachusetts or from New England, it's really easy to hit it off with them. And so when I saw John Acuff speak in Portland, Oregon, and right away he mentioned that he grew up in Massachusetts, I immediately felt an affinity towards him. And the cool thing about what he talked about there is actually a lesson that he learned on the North Shore of Massachusetts. So he grew up on the North Shore, which is just north of Boston. It's on the coast. And John grew up there. And so he was walking down by the ocean one day and he realized something. He saw all these lobster cages that had been put in the ocean and then they'd done their jobs and they were breaking down. The wood was rotting the the metal was rusting and so they just threw all these lobster cages into a pile in the parking lot by the ocean and what john noticed that day as he was down by the water is that birds were building these beautiful bird nests in these lobster cages in these old decrepit thrown away lobster cages and so John talked about this experience on stage at World Domination Summit, and he thought out loud, and he said, you know what, when I saw those birds building those beautiful birds' nests, what a great spot for a home. I mean, they weren't going to be bothered because these lobster cages were old and just tossed to the side and nobody goes there anymore. He thought, what a great place for those birds to build their nests. Like, that's amazing. Great, great job to those birds. And he continued to think out loud about what his thought process was. And he said, imagine if those birds asked some lobsters, hey, should we build our houses here? Should we build our nests here? What would the lobsters have said? The lobsters would have said, absolutely not. Those cages are death. Those cages are terrible. Stay far away from those cages. And so this is the analogy that John Acuff used that day on stage. And now, what, two years later, and I still have a large portion of his speech still stuck in my head because I think about it all the time. And so what John's message was that day was that if the birds asked the lobsters if they should build their houses there, the lobsters would have said no because those cages represented death. But those birds, on the other hand, didn't ask those lobsters. They just went for it because they had a suspicion that those cages would be a great place for them to build their bird's nests. And John went on to to draw the comparison. So if you're wondering, where the heck is this going? I was thinking the same thing as I was watching John speak. And then John said something really powerful to the room. And there was 3,000 of us sitting in that room that day in Portland, Oregon. And John said, 
Way too often in life, we look for lobsters. Way too often in life, we look for lobsters. Way too often when we're looking for advice, when we're looking for validation, when we're looking for encouragement or discouragement, we turn and we ask the lobsters of our lives for advice. And we say, should we build our nests there? And they say, no. Those cages represent death. Because for the lobsters, they do. The lobster cages, they capture the the lobsters. It's hard to say. They capture the lobsters. And the fishermen bring them in and they kill them and they sell them to seafood restaurants. So it's true. For those lobsters, the cages do represent death. But beautifully, for the birds, they represent home. And John said that in life, and I'm going to reiterate it because it's really powerful if you take it to heart. John said that way too often we look for the lobsters in life. And it's so true. And it's true personal-wise. It's true professionally. It's true especially entrepreneurially where we get this idea for an amazing business and we start asking our family and our friends and the lobsters in in our lives, hey, does this sound like a good business idea? And there's a multitude of different reasons why we do this. And I'll just run through a couple of them that I've experienced in my own life and in my own entrepreneurial journey. First of all, when we look for lobsters in life, we're looking for somebody to say, no, that cage represents death. No, that idea is too crazy. No, that business is never going to work. No, you can't do that. And the reason why we look for those lobsters is because then we're off the hook. I'll tell you what, there is no shortage of business ideas in this world. It's so funny for me because my friend base is so interesting because I have such a different blend of people who I know from so many different walks of life. I've got my high school friends, my college friends, my soccer friends, my entrepreneurial friends, my friends who I've just met from random walks of life, my friends who are friends of friends. So all these different people who I've met in my life and a very small percentage of them, by the way, are entrepreneurs. But those are the ones who text me all the time and they say, hey, Brian, I've got this amazing idea for a business. And I always want to just reply and say, go for it. Go for it. And in many cases, I do. I tell them, hey, yeah, that sounds really cool. Go for it. See if it works. And they always ask me, they say, hey, do you think this can work? And my answer to them really is always the same. I mean, people probably get sick of hearing me say this, but I always defer to that Henry Ford quote where Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or can't, you're right. So if you think you can grow that successful business, you're right. But if you think you can't grow a successful business, you're also right. So I always defer to that quote because it's so true. And when my friends text me with these crazy ideas and they say, hey, I want to build a social network for people who enjoy video games and are looking for friends to play with online. Do you think that's a good idea? Do you think it could work? Of course it could. Any business idea could work. The pet rock made a million dollars. Like if the pet rock can make a million dollars, then any business idea can make a million dollars. So it's not that you need to turn to somebody and say, do you think this can work? Because the reality is nobody on this planet knows if anything can work. Everything is hit or miss. Do you think Facebook was the greatest social network ever created when Mark Zuckerberg first started it? 
Absolutely not. There were so many other companies with better technology, more developers, more business experience, more strategy. But the reality is Mark Zuckerberg did a lot of things right along the way, one of which was persistence, one of, its which, one of which was probably self-delusion. Mark Zuckerberg was probably delusional enough to say, hey, one day over a billion people on this planet are going to use Facebook. How on earth did 18-year-old Mark Zuckerberg think that that was possible? He was probably the only kid on the planet that believed that that was actually possible. Just like fast forward to today, and Mark Zuckerberg is one of the only people crazy enough to say, you know what, I can invent unmanned drones that just fly across the globe, beaming free internet down to people in impoverished areas. And you know what, he's doing it. Now, Mark Zuckerberg clearly doesn't turn to the lobsters in his life. Because if he did, the lobsters would say, that idea is too crazy. And you know what happens when the lobsters in our, in our lives tell us that idea is too crazy? We let ourselves off the hook. And that's why we lean on the lobsters in our, in our lives. Because when they say it's too crazy, that is validation for ourselves that we no longer have to pursue that idea. And now it's not that we didn't pursue it out of laziness or procrastination. It's because it doesn't sound very viable. Because the lobsters have told us that. When in fact, the reality is, the lobsters are not in a position to say that to you. The lobsters don't know. In fact, you know in your heart better than they know if it is possible or not. Now, I'm not saying that every single idea that you come up for is a viable business model and can make you a million dollars. By no means is that what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, stop turning to the lobsters in your life. When you have ideas, or when you have passions, or when you have anything, for once, the next time you have an idea or something you want to pursue, what I'm asking you to do is don't turn to the lobsters of your life. Now, if you remember back to my episode about haters, and my follow-up episode to that haters episode was all about why friends and family can threaten your success as an entrepreneur. And in that episode, I revealed, because I've gone through this myself, where I had to really understand why sometimes it felt like my closest friends and family were knocking me back and telling me my ideas were too crazy. It's not that they believe that my ideas were too crazy, and it's not that they didn't have faith in me to execute that, but the reality is they were scared for me, and they wanted to see the best for me, and they wanted me to take the safe route. And so lobsters can come in all different types of forms. They can be real lobsters who are doubting you and saying, hey, I don't think that that's possible. They can be lobsters who are scared for you and who basically are saying to you, I don't know if I could do that. And that's one thing. So last week, I was fortunate enough to speak at a college to a classroom of undergraduate students, most of which who were seniors. And the professor, before I finished my talk with the students, the professor asked me, hey, Brian, a lot of the students here are about to graduate in May. What's your best advice for them? And I said to that room, I said, you know what? Never believe anything anybody tells you. And they laughed, of course, up front. But then I said to them that that's one of the biggest skills. It's one of the biggest assets that I've had in my life is that when somebody says to me, oh, you can't do that. 
You can't grow a soccer blog as a 19-year-old American college student that's going to be read by three and a half million people around the world. And you know what happened in my brain when people used to tell me that you can't build that soccer site? Is in my head, for some reason, my brain translated it, and in my head I thought back to them, no, you can't. And I never took that as a statement about me. When people told me I couldn't do something, and still to this day, when they say, Brian, you can't do that, in my head I think, no, you can't do that. And that's my invitation to you today. Cut the lobsters out of your life. We have so many lobsters in our life. And people email me all the time, hey, Brian, do you think this business idea will work? And sometimes I say to people, especially if I knew that they were at World Domination Summit in Portland, Oregon, is I say, I will not be the lobster for you. I will not be the person who tells you, no, I don't think that will work. Because if I tell you that, you are then going to let yourself off the hook and say, hey, Brian said it wasn't possible. Because the reality is, and I'm telling you this, so you're listening to this podcast right now, I want you to take this message really personally, what I'm about to say to you. If you think it's possible, then it's possible. Because literally anything that you want to do is possible with persistence and action and failing forward and really persistence and drive and focus. Those are the key things. So you don't need more lobsters in your life. There are so many people in this life who will knock us down and knock us back. Stop looking for those lobsters. If you do want to ask people for advice, ask the ones who build you up. And that's why, I mean, I've been talking for 17 minutes and 45 seconds. That's why I'm so excited about San Diego next month. That's why I'm so excited about getting you podcast listeners in a mansion in San Diego, living with me and my team, because I know that for so many of you, it's not business that holds you back. You've known for quite some time what you want to do, but you just haven't been executing. Because you've been surrounded by lobsters. 99% of us are surrounded by lobsters the majority of our time. But in San Diego, next month, it's going to be a really special group. It is application only. Every single person who applies to be in that mansion in San Diego with us next month has to talk to me personally because we've got a no lobster rule. I'll tell you that. Now that you know what I mean when I say the word lobsters, we have a no lobster rule. There are enough lobsters in this world, and in San Diego next month, we are only going to have a house full of people that build each other up, and being around me and being around my team and being around other people who lift you up is going to finally propel you to that next level. So that's what I've got to say today. Stop looking for lobsters. And major shout out, major kudos, and major thanks to John Acuff, one of the most incredible public speakers that I've ever seen, also from Massachusetts. He's the man. So check out his work if you want to learn more about him. And if you want to apply and get on the phone with me and see if you're a good fit to join us in San Diego, April 24th through 28th, head on over to ultimateprofitmodel.com. And who knows, maybe I'll see you without lobsters in San Diego next month. Have a good day and I will talk to you again on Wednesday. Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.